This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says lawmakers can now begin work on another COVID relief package and other priorities after reaching an organizing agreement. The Senate will deal with three things simultaneously. Nominations. We're working to confirm more nominees this week a fair impeachment trial, and delivering emergency COVID relief. We want to work with our Republican colleagues to advance this legislation in a bipartisan way, but the work must move forward, preferably with our Republican colleagues, but without them if we must. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says the path forward in a 50-50 Senate is to have items that appeal to 60 votes. Senator Schumer and I will be able to adopt an organizing resolution that's very close to exactly what was negotiated by Lott and Daschle after the 2000 election when we also ended up with a 50-50 Senate. McConnell and Schumer had been in a spat the last few days over eliminating the legislative filibuster, which is a rule that requires 60 members to end debate and move to a vote. McConnell was urging Schumer to keep the rule in place. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley says Secretary of Agriculture designee Tom Bilsack needs to be confirmed swiftly so that he can start the work of representing farmers in this administration. The Senate has an important responsibility to vet nominees for cabinet positions, but I think the fair way Republicans have treated President Biden's nominees is a signal of our Democratic colleagues that we can all work together. He has a few requests for Vilsack. One is to not touch the farm bill. No changes to the five-year farm program because we don't usually change a five-year program in the middle. And I don't want Biden coming in and changing because we got to have certainty for farmers for that five-year period of time. So that takes us through the first three years of this administration. Grassley also hopes Vilsack will provide payments to biofuel producers affected by the COVID-19 pandemic with funds from the last omnibus bill. Incoming chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, tells AgriPulse she'd like to have Vilsack's confirmation hearing as soon as possible. Biofuel and trade association leaders say bitter partisan divides may make it difficult to get energy policy through Congress. Speaking at the Iowa Renewable Fuels Summit, National Corn Growers Association CEO John Doggett says with the slim Democratic majority in the House, it will be tough to get to 218 votes a majority needed to send bills to the Senate. And we're going to have to start dragging some Republicans over to vote on the Democratic side of the aisle occasionally. If the Republicans just say they're not going to vote for a single thing that the Democrats propose, we will not be successful in moving anything in this this Congress or any Congress. So we really have to hold people accountable on the right and on the left to just quit doing this screwball stuff of fighting with one another. National Biodiesel Board's Kurt Kavarik says there are two paths Congress can take. The tight margins in each of those bodies is going to lend itself to either bipartisan uh, solutions or or gridlock. And so, you know, I don't think while there's a lot of talk about low carbon fuel standards or carbon tax or other things, I think progress in our area is going to be much more incremental. And I think that lends itself to positive outcomes for us. Growth Energy's Chris Bliley also mentioned if the administration wants to reach net zero emissions by 2050, biofuels have to be part of the solution. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support 
of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. Export sales of corn to China are sending strong signals. The country's demand is high as it rebuilds its swine herd. The Department of Agriculture reported a sale of 1.36 million metric tons of corn to the country today. According to USDA, U.S. corn shipments to China have been mostly strong for the past several weeks. The U.S. shipped about 1.5 million tons of corn to China in the last two weeks of 2020 and the first two weeks of this year. Read more of Bill Thompson's story as well as the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.